The following program is rated NAL. It contains strong language. It is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the Five Minute Warning. I'm pretty sure the guy that was Leroy Jenkins is a white guy. And I'm, oh, pretty, yeah. sure, I'm pretty sure that was slightly racist. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I'm also pretty sure I still think it's funny as hell. <laughs> Well, you know what? If you're gonna, if your racism is funny, I will somewhat tolerate it. The show that gives you everything and nothing at all. That's everywhere you don't want to be. It's Ruben, Mo B, and on the ones and twos, AG. The Five Minute Warning. Welcome to a brand new episode of Five Minute Warning. Once again, it's your boy, Ruben here, behind a very pale background and of course always got ag in the house on the ones and twos what's happening y'all how you doing and we got moby repping the great state of georgia or more so the university of georgia go dogs because that's where the u.s stops (laughs) (laughs) and ufc proved it last night (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah ufc was some interesting stuff man interesting stuff so man you know, I got I got to touch on something before we get into all this. Well, first of all, shout out to to UConn men's national championship winner last week. I mean, it was never they, a doubt. They beat everybody. They played double digits. So, I mean, that's not really much we can say about that. I guess you know, finally, Dan Hurley is the more important Hurley family member, at least for now. So, take take. Earn your stripes, young blood. He, he did Good live job. under the he did live, live under the stairs as far as basketball went for many years. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I was happy for him to receive his flowers. Yes, you know because yes. he he been yeah it's been bad. I watched a little they did the um they did a little special on him and how literally he was the third wheel of the house literally. So, but shout out to him and UConn. Good job out there. Um, shout out to um, Israel Adesanya. He won his belt back yesterday in dramatic fashion. What was this, UFC? Yeah. Okay. Dramatic fashion. He two-pieced the dude coming out of a turtle. And, yeah, that was kind of nasty. Kind of nasty. Um, so shout out to them. And, you know, I just shout out to everybody because happy Easter. You know, I've been looking at a lot of stuff today. Everybody's like, he has risen. And Easter bunnies and all this other stuff. So, shout out to to Easter. So, gentlemen. I really, really want to do something for the first time that we have ever done on this show. Now, there's a lot of stuff that we've done on this show. But this is by far the first time we've ever done this. The new episode came out earlier today. And to be honest, 
It had absolutely nothing to do with the show, but it's funny. And I was reminded by Moby last week that this little slice of heaven existed. Reminded? You ain't know you won't remind it. You you didn't know it existed. That's right. I didn't know it existed. <laughs> so, but it was funny. Like funny to the point whereas I almost like I couldn't stop laughing. Breathing was a was a problem. That sort of thing. So he's not lying about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we're gonna have to call somebody. <laughs> so for the first time on five minute warning, we are going to share screen and we gonna see what Ruben was laughing at. It's two minutes and five seconds of a uh, fifty seconds of glory. Are we really doing this? We yeah, are really, really doing, doing this. this. <laughs> I don't think I can get sued for it, so it's awesome. So, all I'm going to say, ladies and gentlemen, is if you haven't seen it before, wait for it. Trust me, it is worth the wait. Am I wrong, guys? Am I wrong? If no. you haven't seen it before, it is worth the wait. Yes? You don't have to convince me. I'm the one that was telling you about it. Well, I'm just, I'm, I want y'all to say it is. So I mean, it is. Me. I mean, now that I know about it, I got a funny yeah. story after after this is over with. Ah, so, all right, let's see here. We gonna do this. Nope, wrong button. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Leroy Jenkins. Okay, guys, uh, these eggs have given us a lot of trouble in the past. Uh, does anybody need anything off this guy, or can we bypass him? Uh, I think Leroy needs something from this guy. Oh, he, he needs those devout shoulders? Doesn't, isn't he a paladin? Yeah, but that'll help him heal better. I have more mana. Christ. Okay, uh, well, what we'll do, I'll run in first, uh, gather up all the eggs so we can kind of just, you know, blast them all down with AoE. Um, I will use Intimidating Shout to kind of scatter them so we don't have to fight a whole bunch of them at once. Uh, when my shout's done, uh, I'll need Anthony to come in and drop this shout too, uh, so we can keep him scattered and not to fight too many. Um, when his is done, Bass, of course, need to run in and do the same thing. Uh, we're going to need Divine Intervention on our mages, uh, so they can, uh, AE, uh, so we can, of course, get them down fast, because we're bringing all these guys. I mean, we'll be in trouble if we don't take them down quick. Uh, I think it's a pretty good plan, we should be able to pull it off this time. Uh, what do you think, Abdul? Can you give me a number crunch real quick? Uh, yeah, give me a sec. I'm coming up with 32.33, uh, repeating, of course, percentage of survival. Oh, that's a lot better than we usually do. Uh, All right, thumbs up. Ready, guys? Let's or... do this. Leroy Jenkins! <laughs> oh, my God, he just ran in. Save him. Oh, gee, stick to the plane. Oh, Jesus. Let's go, let's go. Let's go, let's go. Stick to the pledge. Uh, stick to the plane. Oh, gee. Oh, fuck. Keep oh, in my intervention. Hurry up. Shout out. I can't move. Am I lagging, guys? I can't move. What the, what the hell? I can't aim. Oh, my God. The eggs keep spawning. I don't think you can cast with that shit. Oh, my God. Shout out. I got it. 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 Oh, my God. God damn it, Leroy. God damn it. Leroy, you Leroy. This, this is ridiculous. I'm on it. It's all mass. I'm down. Fucking down. 
God damn it. I knew it before I could leave God on this. God. Oh, Spiffy Reza. Why do you do this shit, Leroy? I'm trying. Not my fault. He's soul stone. We do have a soul stone now, don't we? Hey, I don't think you've got Warlock. Oh, God. Oh, for... <laughs> Great job! Oh, oh, Leroy, you were just stupid <laughs> as hell. Oh, oh man. man. At least I have chicken. <laughs> At least I have chicken. It's <laughs> not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh. At least I have chicken. Oh my god. That's true. I get that. I can't help but think that the guy trying to organize things is Ruben and then Leroy Moby does, does his magic. Yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Leroy dang it. Okay, my funny story is I'm sitting around watching this uh crime video series called The Terminal List with Chris Pratt. And um he was trying to get away from these FBI officers and he he set up his phone to set up a set off a bomb. Meanwhile, he's underground. Anyway, none of that's really important. So the, the phone is counting down and it gets to zero. And when it gets to zero, it says Leroy Jenkins. I lost it. I was like, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. And I didn't even yeah. know what it meant until if I if I didn't do the last show, I would not have known why that was so funny. It was hilarious. Did you actually like the terminal lift? I did. Yeah, I was one of those people that I've actually read the book, so I was like... Is the book better? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. But I thought it was really good. I thought it was really good. No, I thought it was good, too. They they changed a a little bit of the story, and I don't know if I'll say it's for the better, but I I guess it was... I don't know. It it just threw me off. I'll just say that. It just threw me off. Okay. So, Mocha Cowboy, I completely disagree. I am pretty sure that I'm not trying to organize anything. That sounds more like AG trying to organize stuff. No. Because I ain't organizing no. Jack. Well, what's true is Moby not getting tired of waiting on y'all. Yeah. That's- <laughs> and then Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm not going to deny that. That, that. that may have been me. I don't care if you did. It's you. <laughs> Especially, especially when, especially when Ruben says, "Give me a quick number crunch." I'm like, Whoa. "Yeah, that's okay. a lie." That's, yeah, it really is. Yeah, I, I would have ran in as soon as the numbers crunch. So wait a minute, <laughs> we got a 33 percent survival, and y'all still sitting here playing it. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, my question was, so I guess the guy running around was the leader because it was his screen, obviously. Um, that's my assumption. Cause he was the last one to die. He won't do a whole bunch of nothing. Yet they all mad at Leroy for jumping in quick. They weren't I ready. mean, Leroy died quick, apparently. They weren't ready. I mean, I don't think they were ready anyway. They were gonna lose. I mean, now that I really <laughs> understand it, they were gonna. They. It seems like something they have played over and over again, and they don't. They don't have what it takes to get through that particular screen. They had a 33% chance of winning, and they still lose. And the dude said that's better than we usually have. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, I, I would have been like, bro, what are we doing here? Like, <laughs> we just celebrated 33% chance of success. And see, and that's why you would have been Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> right there. You yeah. just said it. 
But here's the crazy part. That video was done in like 2008 or something. I think and it was earlier than that. I thought you said it was 2003. Seven. So I'm like, regardless of the and point. And it became so popular, they actually created a play-in, a character, a non-playable character in World of Warcraft named Leroy Jenkins. I mean, because that's, yo, man, that's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I can only imagine how it would have been back then if I'd have saw that. I probably would have lost it. I saw that oh, years ago. Like, I don't even remember how long ago it was when I saw that. And I don't even remember what last week made me think about that. Yo, you sent it to me. I was, I was weak. Yo. I didn't send it. I just told you about it. I said the first thing you do when you Google it be the first thing that pops up. It showed and up. I told you. <laughs> and I was weak, man. Cause, cause after the, the show, Leroy Jenkins. Cause after the show last week, we watched it. Man, I was done. I was so, I, I couldn't breathe. It was bad. It was so bad. But it's still funny because the other night I looked at it and I once again. I realized I had to turn it off after like the second time because I was starting to have some breathing issues, and I was just like, I can't. I'm not trying. To, I'm not trying to go out like that. So, so, but nah, man. That that's that's some funny shit, man. And imagine back then in the 2000s, we had no high speed internet. They were playing World of Warcraft on some AOL DSL bullshit. Like the fact that it was even that fast. I mean that's that's amazing. Well, they had they had cable internet turn the century. I mean, but that shit was expensive. Well, it wasn't too bad. Playing World of Warcraft, you were paid enough because I didn't have cable internet back then, and plus you really couldn't do nothing but download shit for real. That's I think World of Warcraft one of the first real online multiplayer games, right, Moby? Don't give me the line. <laughs> uh Black Morticia Adams. You know damn well you can't tell a person named Leroy what to do. They don't listen. <laughs> I mean, I guess if your name your name is Leroy. Here's hey. the thing. I'm pretty sure the guy that was Leroy Jenkins is a white guy. And I'm, oh, pretty, yeah. sure, I'm pretty sure that was slightly racist. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I'm also pretty sure I still think it's funny as hell. <laughs> Like you know what? If you're gonna if your racism is funny, I, I will somewhat tolerate it. <laughs> I mean, thank, it, thank it, you it, for the, the intro to the show. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but here it is, man. It's not even that. It's the fact. It's the way he said, Leroy Jenkins. And the That's, thing is, nobody seems surprised that he said it that way. So I imagine he he had done that shit a thousand times before. <laughs> and that's probably why this time he recorded it. And he probably played it back and was like, "Yo, this is." This, well, this what we need funny. to do is, is what somebody needs to do is to see if they can get these guys on on camera to tell us the real story. I'm sure. I'm sure at some point in time, some, there's an interview somewhere of these people. It, it gotta be. It's gotta be. Well, I guess I got a mission because because it's everywhere, I, man. It's just everywhere. I, uh, and I didn't even realize it exist existed. And, and until you just said that in the terminal list, you're absolutely right. That's exactly what it did. Yeah. I mean, damn, man. They still, they still hit. I mean, this. this is 2023, and I'm like, how is this in? The-? I lost it, man. I had to be quiet. <laughs> I almost woke up my wife laughing at that. <laughs> What'd your wife think about it? Um, she thought it was pretty good. She was kind of in and out. I was kind of watching it on my own. No, I mean the Leroy Jenkins thing. Has oh, she, she was. Well, she was asleep when I had her. No, has she seen the video? No, she ain't seen the video. Oh, because it's you don't like, think man, think she, she probably wouldn't think it was funny. It's just like, what y'all laughing at? So that's, that's definitely a, a male thing. 
just like know, fart. Man. Like I think fart it's, jokes, I think man. it's a certain type of sense of humor thing. Is what I think it is. Like fart jokes. Every yeah, dude she's thinks not into fart, fart jokes. Funny. So yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Dear heart, are you into fart jokes? No. <laughs> I mean, you that's have a, that's a fair part. To be honest, I'm not really into fart jokes either. To be honest, like. I mean, but come on, man. You hear a good fart joke, you try. I have never heard a good fart joke, my friend. Yeah, I was just about to say, is there such a thing? No, it's not. <laughs> Pull my finger I mean, is about as funny as it'll ever get. All I'm saying, if I see somebody crop dust somebody else, it, and it's good, crop, it might get That's not a joke. That's just something happening. I mean... Hold on. A- am I not familiar with fart terminology? What is, what is a... What? A crop dust? You know what a crop dust is? Bruh, I, I'm not familiar with such. It's like when you fart and you walk away and watch people run into it. No, 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 no. That's leaving a bomb. No, a crop dust is when you walk beside somebody, like past mm-hmm. somebody, and you fart in their face as you Wait. walk by. Oh my god! All right, this, this show is, gonna, is off the rails already. I'm just gonna say this is gonna sound culturally insensitive, but I feel like that's a white thing. No, it's not. Trust me. The terminology, look, it's almost like going from one offense to another. The terminology might be different, but it's it's all a butt nut, my friend. It's all a post. No, I'm talking about the term. The t- I've never heard anyone say that. I've term, heard it. So. I've heard it for all kinds of colors. I've heard it. It's just. Oh, yeah. You've yeah, heard crop dust? You've actually yeah. heard that phrase? Actually, before. you know what? I heard crop dusting referring to, to getting your hair done. Crop dusting can do a lot of things. Yeah, but it's never positive. I just, <laughs> I'm, not familiar, I'm, just saying, I'm not familiar with such like. Oh man! Well, <laughs> I'm not familiar with such slang, sir. Wow! I love that slang. He is not familiar with. <laughs> See, Blackmore teacher, I don't know what a crop dust is. Actually, I'm still laughing at Moby talking about the insurgents that are living in his house that he supports financially. <laughs> when I was finished up the show today, I lost it, bro. You were funny. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, every time y'all bring that up, I'm going to once again ask, where's the lie? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say there is none, but it's still funny. <laughs> oh, oh, they're well-funded terrorists. That's what they're a well-funded terrorist organization in my house. Okay, because you fund them. I, hey. I'm, not, I'm not denying that. <laughs> I mean, all you got to do is cut them off, but I guess you really can't do that. No. Because then you got to take out their leader. And that, that ain't happening. <laughs> he tricks his trick. Well, speaking of their leader, um, so today's episode is actually, in my opinion, it's going to be very informative for me. Now, my hope is I don't get a whole bunch of one or two word answers. We can get some serious talk going on because, unfortunately, for some reason, I don't. I lie to you not. It just started appearing on my TikTok. A whole bunch of like relationship garbage has just appeared on my TikTok. Your phone's listening to you. I mean, possibly, but still, it was. It just came out of the blue one day, and I won't talk about relationship. I was just like, whatever. So the guys always kind of give me some, you know, some flack, you know, in a in a positive manner about the fact that not necessarily the fact that I'm single. But more or less the fact that I don't truly understand the plight of being married. So, I decide today, the episode today is we're going to talk about the plight of being married. And so I have some questions for them. Fifth. (laughs) 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 What you (laughs) do? 
So I knew he was going to say that, by the way. I'm a stool but, pigeon. I'm going I'm to tell it all. Well, but here's the thing. The cool thing is I'm not going to ask a lot of invasive questions, direct invasive questions. So there's there some tiptoeing room. I don't know how to tiptoe. Well, good. Then you'll you'll roll right into it. So today, man, you messed is up my shutout, man. Ruben trying to learn about marriage, because Lord knows everybody's like, "Hey, Ruben, you either should get married, or shouldn't get married. I don't know which, but it is what it is." So my first question: Let's just get the good stuff out the way. The first question is, is it really true that, because I want to dispel this myth, in marriage, you have less sex after you get married than you did when you were dating? Is that true? You want to go? Or you want me to go? I mean, I'll go. Um, I don't think marriage actually has anything to do with that. I think if you're in any relationship long enough and you start to get older and you start to have other things going on in your life, that'll happen. I I think marriage is just a cover for that. But I imagine people who've been dating for 10 plus years and aren't married, like they still probably have less sex than they did in the beginning. I think that's part of age and progression. Like, I don't, I don't think, I think we've, we've often masked um, marriage as the reason for that happening but I don't think it's just a default of marriage and I'm pretty sure there's some some people who've been married for 20 30 years that's still slanging and banging every night slanging and banging yes sir so I will also say this before AG answers hey if you're out there and you are married and you want to chime in on any of these questions feel free to type it in or if you're not married and you have a question for these two guys, feel free to chime in. We'll put it in the show. So I'm just going to put it out there. So, AG, answer. What, do you, what What's the answer to that question? I'm in 100% agreement with Mo, what Moby said. It, it, and that's what it goes back to what I always tell you about making good choices. If you if you're sexually motivated or, you know, whatever it is, make sure that you find somebody that's sexually motivated. Because as you get older and life happens your focus is elsewhere um you know bills and mortgages and kids and all those things take away from your sexual energy naturally you have to you have to focus on doing those things so that part I will of say what, kids get in the way too. Kids can get in the way. Well, yeah, that's what I said. That all the, the all damn the things, terrorists, man. All the, the terrorists will will <laughs> put a wrench in that. Man, <laughs> he just wanted to call them terrorists. I'm I mean, just saying, like, yo, that, that's when they became terrorists to me. Like, they weren't terrorists when they were in the crib, and you know, they might be crying in the middle of the night because you know, hey, look, we we can you know, let that baby cry. It'd be all right. But when they could crawl or walk and get into the and come into the room or whatnot, that's when it was over with, man. That's when that's when them terrorists were were being terrorists. I can tell you feel some type of way. Right, clearly, <laughs> but no nah, marriage. I'm just saying because most guys are like, hey, if that baby walk in, like, hey, I mean, that baby just gonna have to see it, you know. And then moms are usually like, no, no, and I'm just like, hey, it's two. She's not gonna remember this. 
not exactly true, but I get it. And if she does, I mean, look, you better be happy that's still going on. Do, do you want to be um, part of a a divorce household? Like, <laughs> like I'm doing this for us. <laughs> All right, doing this for us. I can nice. tell I'm gonna be like what Moby said, cause cause he's like he feels some type of way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next question. So so I assume you agree with him. In the end, yes. A lot of things happen, man. It takes away your focus. I think the thing you need to warn yourself the thing you need to warn yourself about is finding somebody that's not sexually compatible with you. There's nothing worse than a woman always saying no. And it's, and it's really bad on a lot of different levels. Women don't have to be res- held responsible for those things, but it still matters. So you, you got to make choices, man. You got to make really good choices. You just do. You have to understand who you are and then find somebody that fits in to the spaces where you're weak and then you fit into her spaces where you're strong. Otherwise, it'll be miserable. You will have no sex life. I promise you, you won't. That, that would not be good. It will not. All right. So, second question. Um, so, how long does it have to be for you to, to physically connect to stay connected? How often, how far can you, how long can you go without the physical connection to stay physically connected? I don't know. I think um, depending on your the time that you have, if everyone's healthy, I would say no more than a, a day. You know, something. It could be fondling. It could be. It doesn't have to be sex. It could be fondling. It could be whatever. It could be like you know, forty-eight hours of foreplay. It could be that, but to not engage. Did you say four hours of foreplay? No, I said it could be foreplay. Oh, okay. Um, I was say, damn. But it, it, it has to be something. You can't you can't just, like, be so focused on something else that you do nothing. Okay. Can't do it. Not unless you're trying to prove a point. Okay. Sometimes, Moby, you know, I don't trying want to prove you know, a point. Say what? Trying to prove a point. I don't, I don't know what point you'd be trying to prove, but... Well, the, well, what I'm trying to say is sometimes sometimes the situation presents itself and you you will find out that when you say no to a woman, it's a mess. Depending on the woman you're talking about. They say no to you all the time. You say no to them one time, it's a problem. True. They, the first I thing mean, they think is, is like you cheating on them. I said, like, I've been with you for the last two weeks. What do you mean? I'm cheating on you. I just don't like you. Ouch. Or it's like you say something like, well, you don't ever give me none. So can I play my video game now? Something, anything, whatever. But they don't like being told no. They like giving out the no's. They don't like being told no. I don't have that problem. But it's a one way street, sir. I promise you it is. If you marry the wrong one. Gotcha. I mean, I'm going to go with AG on that, too. Like, there's got to be something. Like, I mean, look, this is going to sound like corny and everything. But, like, honestly, I can't leave the house 
and unless I kiss her before I leave. And that's I need that. I I, I don't even care if she mad at me. And she can absolutely attest that I don't care if she mad at me. She she gets she could have just said something about my mama. Like that's that's cool. I'm about to leave. Give me this kiss real quick so I can leave. I, I got I gotta have that. Truth. And that goes back okay. to what I said before about women don't really understand what they're doing when they constantly tell a man no. So just letting you know, it's it's a real thing. It, it they, they're they're not responsible for you ever, even though they are. But they're never responsible for you. But I promise you, if you marry the wrong one, it will hurt you to your soul. Be careful, sir. Yeah, and financially. So, all right, let's get some more interesting things. So, you can be very vague with this if you choose to be. <laughs> but would you fifth, say fifth? <laughs> when you preface a question like that, I feel like the only thing I can do is get myself in trouble. So no, no, no. no. <laughs> so I mean, we 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 started talking about the physicality. So of course, sex comes up. We've kind of talked about that a little bit. But do you, would you feel that freakiness happens? Before or after you're married? No, for me, she helped me understand who she was. And that's big. Because a woman will tell you she is sexually. Mm-hmm. I don't, was that before or after the marriage? Before. Okay. And that's really important that you pay attention to the signs. If that's not, if, if what she's showing to you, if what she's saying to you is, or just, you know, observed or observing her behavior, in certain situations, if that's not if that's not rocking with you, keep it moving. You don't have to tell her that. Mm-hmm. But sex is important to men. I mean, you can label us anything you want to, but the bottom line is sex is important to men. And if you're giving us the wrong type of sex, there's no need to... It, don't call her ever again. It's not worth it. Because her presentation of sex will always be bad to you and it will lead you down a dark road to other things. When all you had to do was choose somebody to get down like you wanted to get down. Because you can't change anyone. That's off the table. So whatever she shows you, whatever she unloads off the trailer is what she has. And if that's not good for you, then guess what? It's next. Tear that car, to, tear that car down, build you another car. Because I promise you it's not going to change. You're not going to get any faster. So like I said, pay attention to what she's giving you what she's telling you and what she's doing and if it's a red flag for you it's a red flag it won't be a red flag for me it won't be a red flag for Mo B but it'll be a red flag for Ruben you have to make good choices with respect to who you are and that goes back to what I always tell you is understand who you are first because once you once you get locked in you got what you got alright Mo B yeah you gotta make sure you're not getting sex fished out there wrong i'm yo like honestly man there's a whole bunch of people and this goes for men and women who have been who have presented themselves one way Mm -hmm. and then once once we get locked in now the story changes Mm -hmm. but the signs are always there if you're paying attention 
Usually, yeah, usually. Okay. Be aware. Be, I said, man, people don't make mistakes when they're telling themselves about you. They don't. No one, no. Usually, no one is good enough to pretend a, for a long period of time and be perfect. Just letting you know. No one is usually that good. Most people will tell you who they are in about 15 and 30 days. And if you're not paying attention, that's on you. All right. And I think as guys, sometimes we ignore the signs because when we do get the sex, it's it overshadows all of the red flags. Yep. All right. Awesome, awesome. So... Before you got to a situation, before you got married, and just a rough estimate, I would say, how long was it when you knew or you dated your wives, your wives, that you knew, like, you were no longer talking to the representative? Because, of course, you know, the first person you meet is the representative. Then eventually you you get if you're still talking to them, you get deeper into the core. So I guess my question is, when did you know that they were it for you? Like is that is that something is something you they did or is it some is it was an experience or or do you just wake up and was like boom? Now is this a, is this a example? after marriage in particular? No, nah, I mean, before marriage, because, I mean, there's there's always something, my assumption is, there's something that said, that makes you go from maybe to yes. Okay, yeah, I got mine already, and this, we talked about this about six months ago. Um, we were dating, I mean, we just started dating, and uh, I had come over to Hampton to see her, and it was like 99, it was hot. And I happened to get a flat tire. And I was like, are you serious today? And she jumped in and helped me do what I needed to do and got the tire changed, whatever, whatever. And I, it was all good. Or if she got down in dirty hands. She, she, was in a, she, was in a, she was in a summer skirt and white top. Didn't matter. What can I do? Now, I do have an unfair advantage. I do have to put this out there to make things equal. Full disclosure, I've known my wife all my life. And she's been this person all her life. I had not experienced her romantically before. But what she did was was the magic bullet, and it wasn't a shock. And so I'm like, okay, I'm done here. Dating's over. Or dating other people's over. Locked us down. Now, I knew that before. Like, early on, when we first started dating, like, day one, I already knew that. Because yeah, I, was so, a- I was so old, I, was, I, already, I already understood I, was, I ain't got time to waste. And if you're not, if you're not showing me what I need to see, I'm going to keep it moving. Because being married didn't necessarily was going to make or break my life to start with. I wanted to be married. But I didn't want to be married so bad that I was going to just marry anyone. Jump out anything. Right. So when she was showing me these things before that moment, I was like, okay, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. But when, when that happened... It was all over but the crying. So pretty much you were already in the 80 to 85 percentile. Yeah. This just knocked this joint to 99, 100. Right, because my number one priority is loyalty and being helpful and all the things that go with those things, all, all the things that go with that. 
And she was already that person. But when you can do it, because see, I'd been there with people that like say they something and they ain't. Just like Moby was just saying, they're pretending yeah. or it sounds good or it's like I, I, idealistic. Well, her hands were as dirty as mine that day. And it wasn't about being cute or being a girly or whatever it was. And she didn't have the right shoes on. It was could have been a bad situation, but it didn't matter. Dang. And then, like I said before, it was 90. It had to be at least 95. It was bad. So when she showed me that, that is the most important thing to me. So if there were any other weaknesses, it didn't matter. It just didn't. So... That was my, that's my one shiny example. I remember it like it was yesterday. Moby? Um, I think it was the first Valentine's Day we were dating. And I went over to her house and, I mean, she, you know, I actually had like some moderately decent plans. I am not Mr. Super big romantic guy. It's just not what I do as far as Valentine's Day. I've never been like the huge, hugest fan of that. But like, she had a whole thing for me. I had never had anybody I dated like actually show concern for me on on a date. You know what I'm saying? Like usually as a guy, you just get so used to like it's your job to cater to them and because you know, they're the prize. And it was just weird to be honest. I don't even know if I truly enjoyed it the way she wanted me to. Because I'm pretty sure I, I probably messed her presentation up to a, a degree because I was, I mean, she had laid a bath out for me and everything. And I was just like, this is hey. weird to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I didn't oh. know how to accept it. It was just like, this is weird. Like, I, I I had plans for us to do other things. Like, she was like, nah, bro, you staying in the house tonight. And I mean, and, and that was just, you know, it was different for me. And I assume you stayed in the house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We ain't going nowhere. I mean, yeah, I hope so. Blackboard Tisha Adams, you know, b- bringing it. Let me go take that tire off and help them put it back on in the morning before work. <laughs> I, I, that's, I ain't gonna front, dude. Like, I ain't never experienced nothing like that either, AG. Like, even to this day, tire get flat. That thing just gonna be sitting there or somebody just gonna be watching me. Well. Like I said, she I might sit out there with me. She might, she will sit out there with me. I give her that. But it was, a, it was a, it was a strange situation because I didn't have AAA at the time. And if that's hard to get changed, I don't get home. It's that simple. So it's just like <laughs> W Brown eighty one called AAA. <laughs> that was on time. But yeah, it's just one of those I mean, things look, where even chiming in, calling AAA. Exactly. She, she would have, she would have signed me up for AAA, or she would have used her AAA because my broke ass didn't have it. So. I'm just saying, I mean... Let me say, I'm not saying my broke ass. My irresponsible ass wouldn't have had it. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's just like she jumped right in. I mean, it's just like, let's get this done. And I mean, by the time by the time I started dating her, I wasn't looking to be dating no more. Like, by the time I started dating her, like, I had a rule, like, I'm not even gonna date somebody I can't see myself marrying. And then the second I can't see myself marrying you, we ain't dating no more. I mean, that's just where I was at my life. I mean, I I did my whole phase. In fact, I had a couple of girls that I had talked to beforehand that I didn't date. And, you know, like 
I might go out on dates with them, but like we weren't together. And I mean, I, I remember having one girl say, you know, I want to, she stopped talking to me because she said she wanted to talk to somebody that knew what they wanted. And my response to her was, I do know what I want. It's just not you. You told I mean, me I like, that. I, I, I mean, yeah, I like hanging out with you. You know what I'm saying? Like to this day, like I, I like we could have been friends still, but I respect the fact that she didn't want to talk to me no more. I mean, it made sense. I mean, that's just where I was at. It's just like, yo, I mean, I like kicking it with you, but if you're looking for more, ain't happening. <laughs> just, I had already decided that we weren't going to end up together. Truth. No time to waste, man. No time gotcha, to waste. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, a couple more questions, then we will call it a day on it. So, what is probably the hardest part of being married? Um, sickness is hard because you're helpless. There's nothing you can do. Everybody that can help her is not you. And even those people, it's a crapshoot. I would, yeah. Um, you because can it do, ain't you. Huh? Because it ain't you. Well, you yeah. You said other people are, it's a crapshoot because it's not you. Well, not only that, doctors, there's no guarantee. That's what I'm saying. Okay. And so in situations like well, sickness is, is hard for me because there's just nothing you can do. And you spend a lot of time compartmentalizing and you spend a lot of time hoping. And so, cause see, richer or poor, you have some control over that. You can try to, you know, make some things happen here or there, whatever it is, kind of give yourself some breathing room. But sickness and health, there's, I mean, I mean, Right now, you feel good. Next 10 minutes, you might be dead. I don't know that. So, yeah, I would say sickness is, is hard. Okay. Moby? Well, I mean, I haven't gone through the... Well, I guess when she was pregnant. And that was <laughs> I'm just saying, no, that was hard because, you know, she was in the hospital a lot when she was pregnant. And I hate hospitals, so... Um, no, no she, she's not the most of... I mean, she is, but she isn't. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess I'll just speak um, from my perspective. The most difficult part about being married and about marriage in general, and it's probably more my problem than hers. Uh, she might argue with that, but it's, it's navigating the difference between growth and change. Because um, sometimes I think when people are together, things change and people will say oh you've changed and I think there's a difference between growth and change like I think I've grown a lot but I don't think I've changed much and I think she probably might hate some of the things that I haven't changed you know because she's you know she wants to fix me that's, that's what she does and I'm not much for change. Like, you know, she she will joke every day. You don't ever want to do anything different. And like, the truth of the matter is, I don't. I'm a creature of habit. But I've grown a lot. And navigating that difference between what is growth and what is change is often difficult for me. Because I think in my life, I pride myself on trying to be consistent as far as like who I am. Um, I don't try to present myself as anybody perfect. But I do try to present myself as pretty consistent. Like, I would dare say most people who've known me, knew me in 2002, 
if they still know me now, they won't say I've changed. They might say I do things differently. They might say my priorities have changed, but I don't think anybody will accuse me of changing. And sometimes that's hard because if you're really sincere about being with your partner, you always want them to be growing. And sometimes it's hard to yourself to navigate the difference between you trying to encourage them to grow or if you're trying to change them. And, and that's a difficult balance sometimes. And I mean, you know, going on almost 14 years, like I think sometimes we're still navigating through that. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Last question. Last question. Of all the advice that you could give me, what's the one piece of advice do you think I have? I, I absolutely need to, as far as taking that step in, you know, finding a woman and marrying her and things as such. Just, just one. Know yourself so you can be honest with yourself so you can make a good decision. Okay, Moby. Outcast. Outcast. Let me let me me explain. International player anthem. Everybody always remembers Andre 3000's verse because that is the I'm in love. This is the person I want to be with. I'm dropping everybody else. But the most important verse in that song was Big Boy's verse. No, Big Boy's verse. Okay, because he was speaking from somebody who had had a failed marriage. So he was like, make sure you pick the right one. Like so, you gotta understand that you're not gonna always feel like Dre in the first verse. Sometimes you're gonna feel like Big Boy, where you know you ain't really fond with that person. You gotta be cool with being with that person that you don't know. You no longer feel like you're typing a text message to them girls you used to see. Tell them that you chose this cutie pie and what you want to be like. You're not gonna always feel that way. That's that's just a falsehood. Like you're going to run like even the healthiest, greatest, most loving relationships. There are still times in which I'm sure both people wake up and look at the other person and be like, I can't stand your ass. (laughs) He is not wrong, sir. (laughs) (laughs) So you got to make sure that you feel both ways. You got to make sure you feel like, hey, I'm dropping everybody else. This is the person I want to be with. And you got to feel comfortable in knowing you made the right decision. So you ain't going to end up being one of these bitter people who've been married forever or have the failed marriage. I mean, I made a blanket statement before we got married. I said, I'm only doing this once. Some people might say, oh, that's sweet. That's romantic. You said, you know, this is forever. I never said that. I said, I'm only doing this once. (laughs) Two different statements. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Gentlemen, thank you. And hopefully those who listen to this will also take some of your good words and use it for them lives and things as such and i mean hey can man. i amend my can i amend my i don't think outcast is it because now that you just phrased that i think the best advice i would give to anybody who you get married marriage is personal don't take nobody else's advice on what works for you you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people are constantly trying to give everybody, oh, well, you got to do this. You got to do this. At the end of the day, you got two different people in one union. And it's those two people 
are different than everybody else as well. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, you just got to be comfortable with your choice. And the best advice is the advice my mom gave me. She said, don't take nobody's advice. That's literally what she told me. She said, don't take nobody's advice. Not even mine sometimes. Cool. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, I- I'll say this. And I don't know if, AG, you might have heard this. But you may not have. Mom said something to me one time. And it sticks with me because it's, it's funny. Yet, it makes a lot of sense. And one day I was dating somebody. And I asked her, did she like that person? And she said, literally to me, you know, it really doesn't matter if I like them or not, because I'm not the one that's got to sleep with them. And I was just like, you know what? Mama said that too. That's that's some brilliant. I I looked at her, like if I if I could curse in front of my mom, I'd have been like, yeah, some brilliant shit, mom. But I can't curse in front of my mom. It's something about it. I can't do it. So. Yeah. So shout out to shout out to mom. I will. I'll, I'll take it. I'll, I'll I'll have my own amendment to that. Is as, as true as that is. You have to be careful because number one, I'm an advocate for you know asking those questions to people that I know know me well. And as far as people that know you well that don't want to rock the boat and hurt your feelings, sometimes when they say stuff like that. That is, that's the kind of a euphemism for saying I don't like the person you with without saying I don't like. That's the very true. Yeah. Because and anytime somebody them. leads with, it's it's not up to be you the one got to sleep with them. That means I know you and I know her and this is not going to work out. But you grown. Yeah. Be careful with that. It's it's great advice, but sometimes it's loving advice veiled. So just be careful with with that. I mean, she was right because I ain't with them no more. Exactly, because so. when my mom said it, I already knew. They would never, ever, ever answer questions about who I was dating until the morning I got married. My dad pulled me to the side. He said, "I'm glad you're doing this. This, this is good because I'm sure glad you ain't with that other girl." <laughs> that is the only time he was ever, ever in my business in any way or had any opinion about who I was dating. It was the, the morning I was going to get married. He said, this, this, this is good. My mom's never admitted to anyone that she's like anyone that I'm with while I'm with them. She loves people that I ain't with no more. <laughs> and then when I was with them, she didn't have that same feeling. But like, when I ain't with them no more, she's like, oh, I thought that person, I'm like, you ain't never say that. <laughs> I'm saying, you ain't never say that. So I, like, so I wouldn't even take, like, I, w- I wouldn't even ask my mom that she likes somebody because I never get a straight answer from her. Well, this is the woman that doesn't know how old she is. Yeah. So. That, that is very true. <laughs> Mysteries of life, sir. Uh, <laughs> thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, gentlemen. Yes, sir. Good conversation. Good conversation. Um, so, AG, what's on your mind, man? Isaiah Thomas, oddly enough. For what? Well, let me tell you. I was watching I was watching this random episode of The Last Dance because my DVR recorded it, and I just hit play and just kept watching. And so I understand how they feel about each other. I understand there's a lot of bitterness, and Michael Jordan just came out and said it. He said, I don't like the dude. hate him, but I respect his game and whatever, whatever. Okay. And then there was a clip 
of him doing his thing on the basketball court and Isaiah Thomas is calling the game. And I just want to give a little bit of respect to Isaiah Thomas because every time he called a game that I heard after I, you know, thought about this, he never sounded like anything he was thinking was going to be disparaging to him at all. He always kept it with basketball. He always kept it light. He always was complimentary. He never said anything bad about the dude, ever. And we always knew how he felt. And we all know he petty. We all know these things. But I did notice that when he is working as a, as an analyst or color, color guy, he never, ever, ever slighted him. So I just want to get a, little, get a man a little bit of respect. I mean, I'm not saying that he wasn't who he was. I'm not saying that Jordan was, you know, wasn't a dick. I'm not saying any of that. I'm not. All I'm saying is, he was professional enough to understand what he was witnessing. No matter what he did in the past, no matter what MJ did in the past, whatever it was, when he was calling the game, he called the game. MJ was a dick. Well, we all know that. But what I'm saying is, Isaiah was a dick too, and professionally. The guy never wavered, and I appreciate that. So that's all that's on my mind. Awesome. All right, Moby, what's on your mind? We have a lost colony in our country, and it's Florida. I'm no longer calling them a U.S. territory. Wait, 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 wait. Did you just say the lost colony? They are our lost colony. <laughs> but, you know I, know, I know back in the day I proposed a plan to trade Florida for Puerto Rico and future picks to be considered for Puerto Rico. Like Florida for Puerto Rico, oh. some compensatory picks. Um, but you know what? I have a better solution now. And UFC gave me, matter of fact, Masvidal gave me the solution to our country's problems. I can fix the divisiveness in our country literally overnight. Let Florida go. But I thought that was a plan to start with. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Not just let them go. Let's waive them. Let's oh, and not say, get anything in return. No, we don't even need getting nothing in return. Let's just waive Florida. Oh, <laughs> and, and, and then we'll give them Trump. Because they, lo- they, wa- they love Trump. So let's waive them. Let Trump be the president of Florida. DeSantis can be the vice president. Anybody in this country that's like Trump should still be my president. They have the option to then go to Florida so Trump can still be their president. And then the rest of the 49 can figure out, you know, how to get back to making some goddamn sense politically. I mean, we're never going to be solid politically because, I mean, it's politics. So all of them are lying. I mean, it's just, that's what politics is. But it solves all the problems. Trump can still be president. DeSantis can still be in charge of Florida, technically. All the people in the Midwest and all these countries and all these Republicans that are like, Trump is the greatest president ever, move to Florida. There's plenty of room. There's plenty so, of room. So maybe you should give the people some backstory on this. Does, does there need to be backstory? That's what That's I was going to say. Is there really any need I mean, I guess the reason why... Masvidal helped you come to this decision. 
Well, see, Masvidal did two things. One, the fact that he called Trump the greatest president ever, I don't have a problem with. But the fact that Masvidal then, within his next statement, let me know that he knows absolutely nothing about fucking politics. His next statement was, and DeSantis is the greatest governor. So basically, in one statement, you bigged up Trump. And then in the next statement, you pissed Trump off because that is his direct competition going into the Republican primary. So you, sir, have no fucking clue what's going on in politics. <laughs> well, like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. I gotta, get a, I gotta give this person the pass because Trump and DeSantis are one and the same, just DeSantis is smarter. So he was trying, so it's like all in the same orbit. So you can't. No, 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 AJ. What I'm saying is you don't understand what's going on politically right now because Trump is, is, is not even sneak dissing DeSantis. He was only there to spit on DeSantis with his presence. I mean, and I, DeSantis I is trying to constantly separate himself from Trump. And in one fucking moment, this dude associated them both together. So Trump was like, yeah, I'm the greatest president. Oh, man, you're going to talk. You're going to give DeSantis a compliment on the next line. I Dude know. has no idea what's going on in politics. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's that's cool, man. Look, wouldn't that be like Catch-22, though? I mean, they're the same people, man. They're the same people. AG, I'm not comparing Trump or DeSantis <laughs> right now. What I'm saying is Masvidal doesn't know the room. I don't. Because the I room don't. is Trump definitely doesn't want to hear DeSantis is the greatest governor anywhere right now because <laughs> he knows that's the one guy on the Republican Party that they're trying to throw out there so they don't have to have him up there. Truth. I get it. And Lord knows, like, hey, black people, people who are like, you know, F Trump, all those people that were like, suck my dick Trump, like after, you know, Biden got elected, I'm going to be, look, give me Trump as the next president before you give me DeSantis. Truth. All day. DeSantis is evil, man. That guy, wow. Because Trump, I just think, is kind of dumb. And he's more into himself and he's just... DeSantis knows exactly what he's doing. And that's worse. Don't give me a smart demon. Give me a stupid, dumb, cheeseburger-eating, bad comb-over, orange demon. Don't give me one that actually knows some shit. Oh, but you didn't tell him the good part. There was a good part? After he bigged up Trump and he bigged up DeSantis, then he started a let's go Brandon Jack. Look, man, the the things are kind of the same. Like, and when I say the things are kind of the same, like, if you're going to say Trump's the greatest president, I just am not surprised when you then fall back on, like, some pot shot diss about somebody's son. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I just, whatever. You know, f- fuck Joe Biden. You say, look, I wish they would stop saying, let's go Brandon and just start saying, fuck Joe Biden. Like, just go back to having some balls and saying it. Like, let's not, let's not sneak this. You know what I'm saying? Put his name on the track, man. Don't be doing them subliminal messages in your 16 bars. Like, go straight at him again. No Vaseline, baby. But yeah, so Lost Colony, Let's just make president. Let's just make Trump the president of Florida. Lost colony. Yeah, and and then we just give all Americans a choice. Like, look, I would be willing to use federal funding to make anybody who wants pre- President Trump to still be their president that bad. We will pay for your ass to relocate to Florida. Just go to Florida and let the rest of the country just fucking figure this shit out. 
because we can't figure the shit out why he's here because the republican party has shown that they have no fucking clue what to do <laughs> put that on the board man black morticia adam does adams does it again maga my ass got arrested <laughs> genius genius oh my god like, like I said, lost colony, man. They're no longer U.S. territory in my eyes. They're just a lost colony, man. <laughs> just a lost colony. Lost and look, if we're going to pay for people to go to Florida to live there so President Trump will be there, we need to also give those refugees who are just there by, you know, circumstances <laughs> that they have, they had no control over. Like, let's give them an option. At least get them, <gasps> let's at least get them to Georgia, South Carolina. Like, if maybe if we get enough of them to South Carolina, like, Lindsay in South Carolina would just die. Like it just, it'll just be too many people of color there for him to deal with. Oh shit! Or maybe he'll go to Florida too, because he seems to be sucking President Trump's dick so much that like maybe he can go to Florida and and be on some Trump dick sucking committee, and you know that they'll, they'll be good. You know, hold on. This man is actually trying to get people to raise money for Trump's defense. I thought Trump was rich. Exactly, but Lindsay's up there. Hey, you know, support Trump and donate. Like, bro, we can't. Two things can't be true at the same time, man. Not in this case. We can't say Trump is balling out of control, and then you asking all of the poor, most of the poor white supporters, because the people with money ain't trying to, you know, they ain't trying to fund this dude. But the poor white people to give their fifteen dollar donations in bulk. Lost Colony, man. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go out on tangent, but. Yeah, I, I feel like it solves all of our problems. President Trump for Florida, and we'll figure out the rest. All right, clean slate. Just wave them. You know, he don't. They don't want to be here no more. Wave like them. we got, a, we got an angry player. We can't find a trade partner for him. Just wave them, man. Cut ties, man. Better for team chemistry and morale, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Thanks, sir. Um, what's on my mind? this weather yo I just need for it to make a decision I know April April brings showers and May bring flowers but bruh I mean showers is like the rain just falls normal I don't need a whole damn bucket of water dropped on me for two days and then oh we're gonna bring the sun back out but you know we're all gonna make it 55 degrees what man that's that's my issue right now. This weather is the piss. It's the worst. That's all I gotta say. It won't be seventy degrees till Tuesday. I can't wait for that. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Then guess what? It's more freaking rain. And tomorrow's just sunny and fifty-five degrees. Not cold enough to roll with with a with a t-shirt. I mean, not not warm enough to roll with a t-shirt. Cold enough you gotta put some on your arms. Kind of annoying. So I'm saying, I'm over it. Summer can't get here fast enough. But all right. So thank you for everyone who listened to the episode today um, live with us. And thank you to those who will be listening to the episode um, on the podcast. Thank you, AG. Thank you, Will B. Awesome discussion today. Um, next week, we'll be back at it again. Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tell a friend, tell somebody, tell an enemy, just tell somebody about us. You can find us at 5minutewarning.com. 
you can once again find the podcast anywhere where you get your podcast and of course we are on twitch we are on um what's that thing called youtube and if you're cool enough to be my friend on the youtubes the youtubes if you're cool enough to be my friend you can get it on my facebook page but hey like once again like thank everybody for listening to a brand new episode of five minute warning moby ag we will see y'all next week and as we always do it peace love hair grease soul and deuces Email us at 5minutewarning19 at gmail.com. And also leave comments on Facebook and Twitch. Search 5-Minute Warning. Contact us on Twitter at AG underscore FMW podcast, RB5Men Warning at FMW 2019. Contact us on Instagram, Moby5Minute Warning, AG underscore 5-Minute Warning, RB5Men Warning. You can listen to the podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of The 5-Minute Warning.